David here from the Doing Cool Things podcast. And I want to know, do you, no pun intended, know what the Denison Edge is? Well, if you do not, then it's time to listen up. Denison Edge is an extension of the Knowlton Center for Career Exploration, offering a curated suite of career-forward programs both in-person and virtually. Best of all, programs are free for students with the discount code EDGECREDENTIAL. That's right, totally free for students with the discount code EDGECREDENTIAL. Located in downtown Columbus, inside a historic paint factory and across from Nationwide Arena, it's the perfect place to go and build your skills. For all in-person programs, there's also free transportation to Columbus and back to campus. So do more with Denison. Visit edge.denison.edu to check out a list of upcoming programs today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into another episode of the Doing Cool Things podcast. Uh, really excited to talk with our guest today. Really appreciate his time uh, during the uh, in the midst of baseball season right now. Uh, but Jake Primax, a 2021 graduate of Denison, a year and a day ago to now you're walking across that stage and, and now you're off in the professional world doing some really cool things. So Jake, thank you for joining the show. Really excited to talk to you. How are you today? Thank you, David. Happy to be on here. I'm doing great. It's crazy to think that just over a year ago, I graduated from Denison, and um, I couldn't be happier with with um, how Denison turned out, and I'm re- very happy in my current position, so looking forward to this. Yeah, awesome. So looking forward to, to talking about that position a little bit more. So, um, you know, kind of first question we've been asking, uh, or I guess we, I, I, I've been asking everybody is, um, you know, what did you study while you were here at Denison, and what did you want to be when you grew up? So I studied data, data analytics, mm-hmm. economics, and global commerce. And going into Denison, I was really drawn to global commerce as a new major. And I, I was interested in getting into um, any area of business. Initially, I gravitated towards the retail industry because that kind of runs in my family. A lot of people mm-hmm. in my family work in corporate retail. And there's also a lot of analytics in, in retail. So I thought I'd, I'd become like an analyst in retail. But then after... My junior year of Denison, right around the COVID-19 lockdown, I was able to do some reflection after two internships in the retail industry. And I started to realize that what I really wanted to do was work for a professional sports organization. And once I realized that I wanted to do that, I kind of committed to um, getting to know individuals working in the industry and trying to find a way to, to finish out my Denison um, career in a way where I'd gain experience that would prepare me for a role in sports. Yeah. So just, so what is that role in sports that you're doing right now? So right now I am working um, as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies organization as their organizational intern on player development. So basically I work um, in our player development front office and we work um, across the Phillies minor league system. So we have the major league, organization but under that we have about 200 minor league players who who they're all working to make the big leagues and the minor leagues that's a huge um, aspect of professional baseball that I think sometimes gets overlooked and and our role is to really in player development is to do everything we can to help these players realize their dreams of making the major leagues and in turn working to build sustained success for the organization because these players are ultimately the future of our organization. Yeah, absolutely. Like success 
for the players, meeting success for the teams. Um, you know, wh what was something that, that drew you to that line of work? When did you kind of decide this is something that I, I really think I want to go do? So early on growing up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I, I was fortunate to attend Brewers games. Yeah. And those teams that I was watching, a lot of those players came up through the minor leagues and and they developed and call them homegrown players. Um, and seeing the success of the Brewers, that really had an impact on, on my life growing up as well as my community. And then I played the game of baseball too and had such a good experience playing the game. So the passion for baseball has always been there. And then when I was starting to seek out opportunities to work in baseball, um, the area of player development stood out to me because I had seen that Brewers team, I had seen the impact of player development and what it can do for an organization. And I've, I've seen some of the organizations that have won World Series champions, championships, and they got to that position because of strong player development. So whatever I was going to do, I wanted to be able to make a positive difference. Um, and I, I see player development as a, as a way to make a positive impact on the organization, which in turn will impact um, the fan base, the members of the organization, and the communities. So I, I just felt like it was a very meaningful area of the game that I can get into. Yeah, yeah, I love that story. Um, big fan of the, the Brewers organization myself because I'm a Guardians fan and they developed Michael Brantley and one of my all-time favorite baseball players. So when he came over from the Brewers to, to Cleveland, I was, uh, you know, that, that worked out pretty well. I was sad to lose him, but, uh, you know, one of those professional development stories kind of personified there. So, um, you know, working in player development, what does your day-to-day -day kind of look like? It's my day-to-day. -day. So I, I started during spring training. So right away I started, um, right, like hit the ground running spring training when all of our players were down here, even bef before the lockout, MLB lockout, all the minor league players were down here. And at that point, they're kind of ramping up for the season and all the coach coaches were down here. And it was a great way to get to know everybody in the organization during that time. And, and now the season has started, um, like my day-to-day -day involves helping with, with roster moves. So each of our affiliates, um, we make different roster moves on a day-in and day-out basis, depending on um, different circumstances with the team. Say if a player gets injured or a player um, plays well enough to get promoted. And when we make these moves, I help announce the moves. And that's, I really enjoy communicating with our different affiliates to announce those moves. And then I also am responsible for sharing some of the information that, that gets put out by, by coaches um, on our players. So a lot of my day-to-day -day involves distributing information throughout player development, putting together certain reports. And I really enjoy that because I, I enjoy working with numbers and I enjoy kind of learning about how the players are doing and kind of hearing the stories from from our coaches. So I, I compile that information and then I send that, that out. And I'm kind of, I consider myself to be a utility player because we have, we have all these different projects going on and I just enjoy taking on whatever project um, is kind of the need of the time. And so those are my main day-to-day -day roles, but every day it's, there's a new project to take on. And I love that about working in baseball, working with this organization. There's always something um, to be working on and something to better. 
Yeah, I love, love that. For, you love the phrase uh, utility player. They're getting your hands uh, into everything and, and wherever they need you. You know, as far as like, you know, some of those reports, some of those things that are going on daily in the organization, um, you know, coming with it, that data analytics background, how have you, how has that benefited you uh, in this role? I'd say it's benefited me um, greatly, especially since like in my senior year, I took two courses. The first one was data analytics three, um, 301, kind of in that course, I worked with the actual client and we, I worked in the team and working with that team and, and that semester long project, I got to understand really the needs of a stakeholder and be able to develop solutions to, to meet those needs. So that was a really good experience um, in data analytics consulting. And that was also my career before accepting this position with the Phillies. So that, yeah. that um, understanding of, of what kind of the information that individuals, individuals are looking for has been really um, crucial to the success, um, to my success in this position. So yeah. data analytics that real world experience really tremendous to, to be able to have that opportunity yeah. to learn from, you know, get, feel the needs of the stakeholder, how you can be, um, you know, an asset to them, uh, you know, with your role there with the Phillies, the organization, when they're making moves for players, do you find they tend to lean more on the analytical side? Do they land more on the, you know, traditional kind of scouting side? Is it a mix of both? How, how do those things kind of play out uh, in your work? Yeah, so I'm not I'm not going to get into too much too much detail. Right, trade secrets. <laughs> we, I'd say we blend different sources of information. It's mm -hmm. and whenever we make a decision, we we take into account um, like as much in information as possible, and we involve um, a wide variety of people. So I, I'd say it's it's very um, balanced the oh. the way we incorporate information. Feel, feels like a, a smooth transition then from the liberal arts skill set into an organization that Definitely. prioritizes those that that's wonderful so um you know so so you didn't start necessarily in baseball this is something that you moved into quickly uh what prompted that career shift for you um th this early in your career mm -hmm. so i really was fortunate to work for an incredible company um, maven wave mm -hmm. out of denison and before finding maven wave during the fall of my senior year I had applied for opportunities with, with professional sports organizations. And I really had my, my heart set on that. And um, I, had a, I learned a great deal throughout interview processes with these teams, but ultimately I was unable to obtain a position. So then I, I kind of pivoted and I kind of opened up my career search to different types of industries, um, kind of putting the idea of working in sports in the back burner and just seeing if there was a role out there that I really enjoy. And I, I kind of gravitated towards consulting because I had such a good experience in my data analytics course that I mentioned um, a few minutes ago. And that's how I found Maven Wave. I found it through LinkedIn. Just so I found my first internship with retail business services, LinkedIn actually suggested that I apply for the position um, based on my profile, which like, I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn. And that's something I recommend to people just see under the, everybody should have a list of, jobs kind of suggested to them under under their LinkedIn profile. And that's why I found Maven Wave. So I ended up going through the process with them during my winter break of my senior year. And I ultimately um, accepted the opportunity. And I, I started that role fresh out of college. Um, and after like 
throughout my first few months there, I felt like I really was able to to develop um, develop more professional professional skills, but also I developed the realization that like I think I thought I'd regret not pursuing a role in sports because it was my true passion. Um, so as I saw during that fall, as I saw teams posting opportunities, um, I just knew that I'd regret not not pursuing them, even though I was so early on at Maven Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I really felt like I had to follow my follow my heart. And before I, I discovered the opportunity with the Phillies, I had gone through um, interview processes with three different teams at around um, December, December, January. And I learned a great deal throughout um, the interviews with those teams. And ultimately I didn't end up with, with a position with them. And I continued um, my hard work in, in consulting and, and would have been, would have still been very happy working in consulting. But once I discovered this opportunity that was put out there by the Phillies, I knew that it was something that I really had to pursue. And I, I'm, I'm very happy that I made that decision. It wasn't an easy decision to kind of leave my first job um, very soon. But I, but I knew that it was the right decision for me, for, for my happiness. And, and I just felt like um, now is the time. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I love that you said that. And, and I think the stat out there is like, you know, after graduation, on average, somebody spends 18 months in their first role before, before moving on. And because of all these things that you just talked about, like I had a great experience. I was learning, I, you know, kept, kept gaining that professional skill set but you just kind of knew like, I need to go pursue this. And I I felt the same way early in my career as far as it was like, after the first year, it was like, okay, now that I've been able to reflect, um, there's a lot of, lot of positive, um, you know, things that I can take from this, but I need to look for something else. And so, uh, you know, I just love that you were able to share that story because I think that there's a sense of permanence that a lot of people feel like the first job is going to be forever and it's not. Um, And so confidently making that switch, I'm I'm so happy that it worked out for you. Um, you. Sports is a tough industry to get into. Was there um, a particular you know, moment in time that the light bulb went off for you as far as like really nailing the interviews? Was there somebody that helped you through that process? Um, you know, what, I guess, do you have any advice that you would also offer to somebody looking to break in uh, to sports? For sure. So with each interview, because I had gone through the interview process a handful of times, I kind of became more comfortable and answering some of the questions that were posed. And um, I, I'd suggest anybody that that wants to work in professional baseball, specifically in a position that involves data and analytics to kind of put out, put out content, whether it's an article or a video, because during my last semester at Denison, I completed two senior research projects for my data analytics and econometrics senior seminars. And both projects were related to professional baseball, specifically player evaluation. So I found that, um, for my, for my go around the, like my career search in baseball after my senior year compared to before my senior year, I had a lot more success kind of getting that initial interview because I had put out those research papers. So I was very fortunate to be able to write those papers on a, on a topic that I was passionate about. And it just, I just got really lucky that I, I got to spend the entire semester writing these papers. And then once I went through, like I submitted applications, I included these papers in the applications. And then in the interviews, 
I got asked questions about the articles. And at first, I felt like I could have been a little bit more prepared answering these questions mm -hmm. because I had finished the papers in May and these interviews started in November and there was a bit of time in between. And I, I realized I should have been more confident in kind of the material I put out there. But so like during the, during like the second and third time around, I started to really um, like articulate the findings of my paper and my process. And then because some of the questions that I got asked were, were similar from previous interviews, I kind of kept, I kind of wrote down some of the questions that were coming up just so I, I could have them in the back of my head and, and just practicing. I didn't, I didn't practice too much um, for the, the first couple of interviews, but I really found that preparing and kind of knowing, um, like really learning more about the role that I'd be, I'd be serving in and doing my research about the organization really made a difference when it came time for that interview. Yeah, no, and it, it, it's interesting that you you say that because uh, the the guest I had on a previous episode, Vanessa, she talked about how her senior research paper directly connected to what she's doing now. And um, so interesting that, that you did that same thing and were able to utilize that and bring it up in interviews and um, getting content out there is more accessible than ever. And it doesn't have to be something that you know, is published on fan graphs, you know, let's say, but uh, you can still talk about it. You can show, still show that real world application and you use that to your advantage. So that, that's, uh, that's really cool. Uh, speaking of, so you're digging into the roles, digging into the organizations that really helped you. Uh, what's something that stood out to you about the Phillies as an organization? Why, um, you know, why were they an organization that you really wanted to, to go and work for? So with the Phillies, it, it's definitely a family atmosphere. I felt that with each interview, every individual I talked with was just so incredible and very, very kind too. You could just sense that they're very um, like kind, just incredible all around human beings. And, and they all described kind of the culture as a family culture. And like I, I asked each one, like, like what's something that, about the Phillies organization that makes you want to stay like and not want to look at a different organization because in baseball like it's common for individuals to start at one organization and move to a different organization um, but in this department a lot of in individuals tend to stay and that's because of the culture here and that's it out during the interview process I just felt like it was a really good fit for me personally um, one of my main values is, is positivity like I'm a very positive um, energetic person. And I feel like, um, like some environments are better fits for me than other environments. And I, the Phillies definitely kind of embrace that positivity. And, and, um, I just felt like I could be myself with the Phillies yeah. where some other organizations, I honestly, I felt like, okay, like what are they going to think about this? So the Phillies it just felt really natural. Mm -hmm. And then, um, after my sophomore year and I had an internship, in Pennsylvania, I actually worked um, with Giant Foods, the retail company, and that company is a partner of the Philadelphia Phillies, um, being only an hour and a half away from Philadelphia. So a lot of the individuals I worked with in that company were Phillies fans. So I actually had like a Phillies towel that I, yeah. I showed during the interview <laughs> that I had kept with me. And like during that summer, I had an incredible experience. I met so many wonderful people and they were Phillies fans. So when I saw the Phillies posted this opportunity, I thought how cool it'd be to, to work for this organization that I got to know really well 
during that summer, I went to a game. Um, so for those reasons and more was, was why the Phillies organization stood out and, and why once I saw that this, this posting came from them, I knew that I had to give it my all. Had to, yeah, I had to go and jump on that. That's, uh, that's excellent. That's uh, especially having been in the professional world a little bit. And, and it sounds like, again, like your first job was great, but kind of confirming that like, like this is the environment I want. Uh, these are the type of people I want to work with. When you feel that type of support and find that, uh, I mean, the sky's the limit uh, at that point in time. Uh, when, you know, this type of role, where, where do you see it leading in your future? Do you have an end goal uh, to be a general manager, maybe one day to lead a scouting department, analytic department? What, what's that kind of career progression um, look like uh, coming as a, going from a player development intern uh, and, and working right up the ladder? Mm -hmm. Every day I'm trying, I'm def, I'm trying to learn as much as I can every day. And from the, the individuals I work with and the organization, I feel like we, it's very cross-functional. So I've gotten, gotten exposure to different areas of, baseball already I think I'd be very happy in, in any area of the game where I'd be able to make an impact um like I'm very driven to and whatever I do to make a positive difference and I'd just be open to like any role that the team would would um deem a good fit for me um and going forward I would like to take on I guess more leadership responsibilities as I, I gain more experience in the industry um for example, at Denison, like I started off as a, as a just a first year student and I was fortunate to have incredible mentors surround me. And I slowly started to get more involved with organizations and, and leadership, um, took on more leadership responsibilities. And I was able to lend, start to mentor others. And now as a young professional, I like to kind of do the same kind of, um, I, I'm lucky to have some great mentors and going forward, I hope to pay it forward and I hope to serve in a leadership role. Um, I can't give at this time like a specific position that, oh, like this is the position, position that I want to have in, in five years. Um, yeah. Just any position that I'd be able to make that impact and, and kind of serve in a leadership role where I'd have the ability to work with the team to make these decisions that can impact the organization positively. Yeah, that's... Um... So... It's so hard sometimes to paint that picture of like, I know I want to be this exact thing in five years or 10 years or 15 years. And uh, especially when you come from a background where you have, you know, you have so many skill sets that you're able to utilize, whether it's those communication skills, the, um, you know, the DA skills, the economics background, whatever that might be. And especially just given the, the change within sports. I mean, right, like um, baseball, you know, obviously money ball movie book, you know, um, kind of made a lot of advanced stats and things like that accessible to people, um, could be another wave of that coming. Um, you know, you know, I guess I'm not on the forefront of, of any of that information, but I just think like new things pop up all the time. Organizations exactly. It's always, it's always evolving, yeah. always evolving, always yep. new thing to, to learn. Yeah, that's uh, so. How, how do you stay up to date on like new trends, new things that are coming? Uh, what's been an important kind of, uh, you know, is there any kind of resource that you use to help yourself develop professionally? That's a great question. Uh, I just I try to have conversations with um, individuals from di from different backgrounds than myself. As yeah. somebody who didn't make it too far as a player after after high school and play. I've enjoyed getting to talk to some of our coaches to learn more about kind of the ins and outs of, of scouting, evaluating players, um, what success looks like on the field, because 
I felt like I had a high um, understanding of kind of the analytics and the data side of things, mm -hmm. but not having played um, like past high school, there was kind of a knowledge gap about um, some of the, the some of the axes knows um, of like the on field aspects of the game. So I just, I tried to, I try to connect with individuals and, and learn, learn from them because they've been there, they've done that. And um, it's been great learning from them. And another area of the game that I didn't have exposure to was the technology that's used sure. in baseball, the different technologies to capture video, to capture the data. Now actually working in the organization. Sometimes I go out on, on the fields and I see this technology in action and it's allowed me to learn more about the different evolving technologies in baseball. And it's really cool to see that because I see the final output in the data, but to see how that data is actually captured is really interesting. Yeah, that's it's fa it's fascinating to see those techn technological changes. It, you know, it feels like you can track everything <laughs> these days. <laughs> you know, when you look back on your Denison career, the skill sets that you gained, classes that you took, um, is there anything that you wish maybe I should have taken a class in this area, or maybe I should have? Um, you know, taking part in, in another organization. Obviously, you stayed really busy with all your majors and, and all the great work that you did on, on uh, campus. Just curious if there's anything that like in your world now that you look back and you're like, oh man, I could have used that. Definitely. I definitely wish I would have taken more Spanish classes. Yeah. Um, like I, I really enjoy, like I've, I've been learning Spanish um, again, and I really enjoy speaking Spanish, interacting with our Spanish speaking players and Spanish speaking um, staff members. And I've kind of had to relearn some of that. I was kind of rusty sure. going into this role because I had taken two courses in Spanish as a part of my global commerce major. But looking back, knowing that I had a passion for sports, knowing um, like the different languages that are spoken in the baseball industry, the Spanish classes at Denison are incredible. And I just wish I would have taken more, more Spanish classes. I probably had room in my schedule. So looking back, like if I would have taken more Spanish classes, I, I feel like I would have been a lot more comfortable um, at the start of my position speaking Spanish. I was kind of rusty, um, but um, but Denison really taught me how to how to learn and pick up new skills. So it's something I'm working working on every day, trying to get more comfortable speaking Spanish. That's a really great language. Yeah, and you know what? It, just a global game, and to to be able to talk to those with different backgrounds from different countries with just whole different life experience. I'm sure that's just such a, an amazing learning experience. Mm -hmm. um, for you as well. I really enjoy it. That's great. So, well, Jake, I really appreciate that you were able to carve out some time, uh, you know, in the middle of baseball season, uh, really appreciated being able to talk to you about your career journey thus far and the advice that you've been able to give. Uh, wish you all the best as you continue in this, this journey and, you know, hope that uh, once baseball season's over, you know, be able to have you back up on campus, maybe talk to some students about what you've been doing. Would lo love to have you. Thank you so much. I'm definitely Denison proud. It was it was great talking to you. I, I appreciate all the work that you and the other individuals in Milton Center do because that really makes a difference for alumni like myself as well as our students that are there. And I think it's amazing um, the developments in the new Milton Center and the Career Center. And just can't speak highly enough about Denison. The people that I work with that weren't familiar with Denison, they know about it now because I I still um, am Denison proud. Love it. Love it. Well, you know, on that note, it's perfect ending note. Go Big Red, go Phillies. <laughs>
I just really want to say thank you to Jake for joining the show and sharing his story with us. I uh, want to wish him all the best and continued success there in his career with the Philadelphia Phillies. Just a reminder, if you are connected to Denison in any way and want to join the podcast, uh, feel free to reach out to me, SnyderD at Denison.edu. Until then, keep on doing cool things.